Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Now, Uncommon Sense with Leland Conway on 630 KHOW, Denver's talk station. on me. So there's nothing in the Constitution that says that you can't build something that has the purpose of moving a projectile through space. Nothing. Zip, zero, zilch. And if you want to ban ghost guns, it's going to have to go through Congress. But Biden couldn't get it through Congress, so he's doing it by executive order. And there's nothing in the Constitution that gives him the power to do that. So he gave his big uh, speech today. This is his big move on guns. He's going to ban ghost guns. And it's funny because I was thinking about this. I read some articles that it was coming over the weekend. By the way, howdy. 630K, how Denver's talk station. Shoot me a text. 57739. 57739. Started off with Leland. That's my name. Uh, that gets it into the box that the NSA can't spy on. It's a secret box the government can't spy on. We don't want them listening in on our conversation. So it's 57739. Give us a name. doesn't have to be your first, your real first name, just a first name. You can be your spy alias. I don't care. Whatever. 57739, but just jump into conversation. Um, so I was thinking about this, and I was like, you know, there's nothing in the Constitution that says that I can't, I mean, I could, I could, I could build a catapult in my backyard if I wanted to. Uh, I could make a flamethrower. I I was like, do you do you think we should put serial numbers on bags of fertilizer? Are those ghost bombs? If somebody goes and buys all the ingredients for a fertilizer bomb, would that be would that be a ghost bomb? Do we have to start putting uh, serial numbers on crockpots and or excuse me pressure cookers? Because remember that was the bomb that they did in Boston at the marathon. Remember that? There's nothing in the There's nothing in the Constitution that says you can't have these. And 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 what's funny is I know I'm petting the cat backwards here. I realize I'm petting the cat backwards because even reasonable conservatives are like, yeah, I probably shouldn't be able to print a gun at home. But I I look at it differently. I'm sorry, but I look at it differently because where I come from, we, the people, are the ones who are being governed by our consent. And we set up this unique system where the government really didn't have a whole lot of say over our lives. And it certainly didn't have a, a whole lot of say over over our freedoms. The freedoms were granted to us by God. And one of the freedoms that we have by God is to defend our lives and our families by whatever means necessary. That's an iner- inherent right. That's not something that the government grants to us. It's not cover. It, it, that's not something that the government has given us a privilege to do. We have that inherent right being human beings. It doesn't matter whether you're an American or from another country. It's just that the other countries have barred those people from their rights. Whereas in America, they've only done it a little bit. And they're trying to do it more. But 
I want to get into this topic because I've got a bunch of audio from the president's speech today. It was more of a yelling, right? Like, like when he gets out there and he starts talking about issues, um, it, it seems like more whenever he addresses the country, it seems like he's more just yelling at us. So I'm going to stop calling it a press conference, and I'm going to call it a yelling. Biden had a yelling today. I just wait. We'll get into the audio here in a second. But before we do, I, I have I, I have a, a bone to pick. I, I have a. I don't know. There's there's something in my craw here. I I came out of a, a store the other day. And on the bumper of my truck. Someone. Some asshat. Some jerk face. Had neatly placed. A wad. Of chewed gum. On my bumper. Who does that? What kind of person, like seriously, I've never seen this before. I I mean, has this ever happened to you, B-Large? B-Large producing the show today, pushing the buttons. Has this ever happened to you? Has anybody ever put like a wad of gum on your bumper or your hood? Not that I can recall. What kind of person does that? What kind of jackass, what kind of asshat says, you know what would be a good idea? I've got this gum here I've just finished chewing, and I'm too damn lazy to go to the trash can. I'm too damn lazy to spit it out where nobody could step on it or sit on it or whatever. I'm going to stick it on this dude's bumper of this dude's truck. Like, what kind of, like, like, who does that? I posted a picture of it on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter. It's at Leland Show. And I'm just trying to figure out, like, is, do, do you think, I don't know, B-Large, your, your opinion. Do you think society's getting worse? Like, do you think we're devolving a little bit right now in this time, this age of America? Are we getting worse Oh yeah, for sure, one hundred percent. Don't you? Don't you think? Don't you think human beings are just getting nasty to each other? Like, I'd rather go home and hang out with my dogs, to be honest with you. I really would. Yep. No, From, I, say, I feel like being, you know, some people just in their homes for the last couple of years kind of yeah. turned them back a little bit. It did, and, and I'm, I'm going to give you an example here, and then we'll get into the ghost gun thing. But I found this. This was on Twitter. I don't have all. I, I just want to admit up front because I don't want to be that talk show host guy that makes up a narrative that's not there, but. What I have is a snippet of video of a confrontation between there was a young uh, uh, there was a young African American gentleman who was getting onto an elevator. Okay, now again, I understand when we get these clips, you get the clip. There could be other context, but in this case, there doesn't seem to be a lot of context needed. So, this young African American gentleman gets onto an elevator, and there are two uh, white woke lefties on the elevator, ladies at Karens, and they're both wearing their masks okay and they get upset because this young gentleman has come on the elevator and he is unmasked and there is a an argument and then at one point and the the video appears to corroborate this one of these ladies actually hits this gentleman as they are getting him off the elevator and apparently Actually, I, I, I reversed that. According to him in the video, he came on the elevator first. They came on. They were wearing masks. He was not wearing a mask. They wanted him to get off so that they could ride the elevator. Get out. 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 Get out.
So they have these two white ladies with a mask, and they both have their phones out, and they're filming this thing like that's supposed to intimidate this young African-American man who is on the elevator unmasked. And they're like, get out, get out, get out, get out, get out. Get out. Don't touch me. Don't you have to Don't touch me. She's like, don't touch me. Don't. He's like, I didn't touch you. I haven't touched you at all. At which point she hits him with the phone. Did you hear that, B-Large? She hit him. You can't see it. the video. <laughs> she hit him with the phone. You can hear. Don't touch me. Did you just hit me? So they go on, but but here's the most interesting part. At the end of this, he's getting off the elevator now, and these two like white leftist Karens with their masks start telling him, "Black Lives Matter, get off the elevator." Black Lives. Yo, stop! Stop recording! I don't know you. Yo, you need to stop. Get out! I'm not getting out. I was here. Yes, you are. Hold on, I missed that part. Here. Black Lives Matter. Yo, right this is great. Wow. Get off Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. Get off Black Lives Matter. It's like, like, so I'm just like, I watch this video. I'm like, okay, here's this is this is proof that in some ways this sort of weird psychotic thing that has happened in America of, to be largest point of being locked in our homes for the last two years. There's like a religion that's come out of it, right? There's like a not actually. I don't even think it should. I, I don't think a religion is a good term. I think cult is a better term. Religion is, in a lot of ways, useful in people's lives. Um, a cult, however, takes over people's minds and distorts their reasoning, right? So you have a black guy that gets on an elevator, and then you have two white ladies that come on. They're masked. He's not. They get mad. They want him off of their elevator. But they feel like, because they, they have to let him know as they are kicking him off the elevator, they have to let him know that black lives matter because the chant which is part of the the uh, the sort of religious incantation that has become part of this cult, the chant absolves them of the sin of kicking a black guy off an elevator. That's kind of what's happening here. I'm just like, what? So to be largest point in our conversation, I, do, I think people are getting worse. I think the pandemic broke us as a society. I really do. I think it broke us. Not the pandemic per se, but rather the lockdowns. It, it got into our psyche. And I've got more to say on this today because I've got some audio from um, Dr. Fauci. Namely, he's saying now his opinion is what he has spent the last two years demonizing guys like me for this opinion. But it's now the opinion that he holds. And I'll play that audio for you. It's, it's stunning, really, in its scope. But I think it broke us. I really do. It's turned friends against friends. It's turned family against family. It's turned citizen against citizen. And to, to, to watch this video unfold, and I'm like, here you have just a black guy just on an elevator, two white ladies get on, they're masked, he's not. And now now in the in the world of, like, the woke Olympics, suddenly, like, the victim tables get turned, right? Like, now this guy, he's important up to a point. He's only important until it comes in and we throw in the masks as part of the equation. And now that we have the masks as part of the equation, well, he's no longer important. However, we have to do the incantation as we kick him off the elevator so that we can prove we're not racist for kicking a black guy off an elevator because we did the Black Lives Matter incantation. So the one lady says, get off, Black Lives Matter. Like, that's what she says. I'm like, what? The hell is wrong with these people? So I don't know, man. I've just seen it's like from traffic, from driving. To how people like treat each other with driving road rage is like through the roof right now. It's nuts. 
and I th- I think the pandemic had broke our psyche. Like we're we got so scared, we were so indoctrinated with this fear. I'm not saying the virus wasn't serious; it clearly was. It took a lot of lives, but it was only serious for specific groups of people who carried specific types of pre-existing condition. If you were obese, if you had organ issues, if you had kidney problems, if you had high blood pressure, if you had heart disease, if you were elderly, uh, 70% of people who died in Canada, 70% of people who died in Canada died in nursing homes. And that is not to minimize that. Those are people's mammals and memals, okay? That is not to minimize that. But the point is, when you're in nursing home, the average stay in a lot of places is around six months to a year, meaning when you go into the nursing home, you don't have a whole lot longer to live. I'm not, again, I'm not, I'm just saying you are particularly vulnerable at that stage of your life to any number of problems. So the point is, for the vast majority of people in our society, it wasn't, it, not, it wasn't even as bad as the flu for the vast majority of people. For specific groups. So the way we handled the pandemic was wrong, right? We handled it by shutting everything down because there was a there was a there was a guiding principle behind that in leftist cities across America and leftist run states. It was to topple a sitting president like him or hate him. That's what they were doing. That's why they shut down everything. That is why they quarantined the healthy. We never should have done that. We never should have done that. We should have listed here are some precautions you should take. Here are some pre-existing conditions that will make you very vulnerable to this virus. Make the decision that works best for you. That is how we should have approached this from the beginning. And apparently that is where Fauci is now. But I'll play that audio a little bit later. So let's go back to the ghost guns thing um, because I think that's that's like a huge story right now. Um, Biden talks about uh, you're not you weren't able to buy a cannon apparently when we founded the country. Very beginning, the Second Amendment didn't say you can own any gun you want, big as you want. You couldn't buy a cannon when, in fact, the Second Amendment passed. And certain people from the very beginning weren't allowed to purchase guns. It's nothing new. It's just rational. That's not true. That's just not true. Like, this guy lies so much. It's, I mean, it, they used to accuse Trump of everything that came out of his mouth was a lie. And a lot of it was definitely exaggeration. Like, clearly he got involved in a lot of hyperbole and exaggeration. But this is just bull-faced lie. You could absolutely buy a cannon at the founding. The whole point of the second, this is the thing, he doesn't get it. He's lying because he doesn't get it and he doesn't care. The whole point of the Second Amendment had absolutely nothing to do with what the government can or can't tell you to do. The Second Amendment is a restrictive right for the government. That's what the Bill of Rights is. A Bill of Rights is the thing that says these are the things government cannot do. It's not rocket science. The the, the Bill of Rights says the government cannot infringe on your right to free speech, free expression, the press's right to freedom of the press, and your right to believe the religion that you choose or none whatsoever. That's what the that's what the First Amendment says. You cannot the government cannot infringe on that. And the Second Amendment says the government cannot infringe all of those rights are neg- the, the the bill of bill of rights is actually not for you and me. It's not. Everybody thinks it's for you and me. It's my right. No, it's not. The bill of rights is a bill of negative rights for the government. In other words, it restrictions on what the government can and can't do. The government can't restrict, it can't search and seize you. Un, uh, uh, it, it cannot just, un, without any real purpose, search and seize your house, right? Like it can't, without probable cause, it can't come into your home. You have a right to privacy of your personal papers and your personal goods. 
And these these riots get violated all the time, by the way. Civil forfeiture, uh, the fact that the government is spying on all of our cell phones, which, you know, you, you, we should have defined that a long time ago, that your cell phone is the same as your, 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 your papers and your privacy, right? Like when the, when the Constitution was written, we didn't have cell phones, but they thought about your roll, at, your roll away desk where you keep your papers and your diary and your writings from the day and anything that might, quote unquote, incriminate you or whatever. It's what you want to keep hidden from the government, right? It's the same concept with your cell phone. They don't need to know what your conversation with your wife is about bringing milk home tonight. They don't need to know that. They don't need to know that. But anyway, going back to what so, – so these are negative rights. These are rights that the government cannot violate. These are inalienable. We have these inalienable rights. The government – and it says shall not be infringed. And the reason the Second Amendment was codified in that right – in that passage that tells the government what it can't do is because of a very important pro, uh, principle that our nation is founded upon. And that is that we are governed by our own consent. We are not governed by Joe Biden's consent. We are not governed by Kamala Harris word salad consent. We are not governed by Nancy Pelosi's consent. We are not governed by Mitch McConnell's consent or Donald Trump's consent. We are not governed by some elitist jack wagon in Washington of either party, their consent. We are governed by our own consent. We choose to participate in this experiment. We elect our leaders to represent us. That's where our government comes from, from us, not from them. Otherwise, you could do what China is doing right now. And you have people in China literally jumping off the balconies of their apartment buildings because they have been locked down so severely in Shanghai that the grocery stores are closed and they cannot go out of their home and they don't have food and the government is supposed to bring them food and the government is not bringing them food and people are starving to death. And rather than starve to death, they're choosing to jump to their deaths off of balconies. And so the government of China is flying these drones in with this Orwellian message, resist your soul's urge for freedom. Why? Because they're... Their government is what gives them whatever rights they may have. Unlike ours, we have rights the government cannot infringe upon. The Second Amendment is one of those rights. So where does he get this idea? Of course you could buy a cannon. Of course you could buy a cannon at that time. You, you know what sparked the Texas Revolution against Mexico? Was they told them they couldn't have cannons? Well, there's a lot more going on there. But they told them, when they told them they couldn't have cannons, that was, that, was what, that, that was what led to the Battle of the Alamo. You can't have a cannon. That's where come and take it came from. The picture of the cannon. Come and take it. Molon Lob. Right? So this is dumb. It, it doesn't say anything about what we can or can't own in the Second Amendment. It simply says they can't infringe upon it. The Second Amendment means we have a right to bear arms. It doesn't define what those arms are. Very specifically doesn't define what those arms are. It doesn't say you have an uninfringible right to a 9mm pistol made by Smith & Wesson. That's not what it says. All right, we'll continue because I got a lot more audio on this and I want to dive into that when we continue. I want to play a couple more lies that Biden tells coming up at 231. 305, there's a lawsuit against all the fees the state legislature is trying to assess on you, and it's going to be epic. I am Leland Conway, 630K, how Denver's talk station. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Denver's Talk Station. I am Leland Conway. I'm going to jump in the uh, text box here because a lot of you had uh, responses to the ghost gun story, which we're continuing here. I'm going to play some more audio from President Biden in just a second. Uh, but somebody texted the show, and Leland, you can still buy a cannon today. I know, right? It's dumb. It's dumb what he said, what Biden said. Here's what he said. very beginning, the Second Amendment didn't say you can own any gun you want, as big as you want. You couldn't buy a cannon. When, in fact, the Second Amendment passed. Okay, the Second Amendment says the right to bear arms shall not be infringed. It doesn't say, it never said anything about what type of gun. They didn't, They at that time, they could not have predicted, you know, a, a lot of leftists like to use the term, you know, like they like to use the argument and say, well, if they knew what kind of guns we had today. No, if they knew what kind of guns the government had today. That's the whole point of it. The whole point of it was whether the enemy is... Basically, our government turning on us or some foreign government coming in, the American people have the right to bear arms in order to defend this experiment that we have set up. So in other words, if the government violates that experiment so egregiously that it becomes, again, a situation where we must throw off that government, it protected the right to do so. That's the thing that a lot of people leftists don't get, right? They don't don't get it. They think the Second Amendment is about hunting and target shooting. It has nothing to do with hunting. Nothing to most of the guns, most of the countries in the world that essentially ban guns, you can still go hunting. You can go hunting in China. China doesn't allow you to have a gun, but you can actually buy a gun in China and use it for hunting. You have to keep it at a special guardhouse and you it only in per, certain parts of the country where they actually allow you to hunt. But like in places that are controlled by talent, by, by, by China, there are places where you can buy a firearm and hunt. You can still buy and own a firearm in England and hunt with it, but it cannot be in your house. You can't keep it in your home. It has to be kept with the constable, right? A lot of these countries that ban it still allow you to hunt because there's, like, even Russia. In Russia, they have, like, people are subsistence hunters. In Siberia, they all have guns, right? It's not about the Second Amendment. It's not about hunting. It is about the right that we established. Look, we are the ones that set this up. We the people. We the people are the ones that threw off our oppressors in in the King of England. We threw those oppressors off because we wanted a different system of government. We set up a different system of government. And then we codified in that system of government's founding documents that that can't be changed by a despot. It's very clear. So to sit here and say, well, you couldn't buy a cannon. Hell yeah, you could buy a cannon. How would we have thrown off the king of England without having cannons? How would we have thrown off the King of England without being able to match dollar for dollar the type of weaponry that they had? And in fact, invent some of the new technology. It wouldn't have happened. So it, it, it just it drives me up the wall when he says stupid stuff like this because his mindset is that I get to determine what the Bill of Rights actually means per my own definition of it, because it didn't specifically say. So according to him, the Second Amendment would have to say, you have a right to own a Smith & Wesson uh, calibered in 40, a Smith & Wesson calibered in 9mm, a Smith & Wesson calibered in 380, Smith & Wesson calibered in 22. These are the things you have the right to own. You have a right to own a hunting rifle that can hold no more than three rounds that can be of this caliber. Like, like that. In his opinion, that's what the Second Amendment should say. It should list out all, because by that logic, what he's saying there, it should list out anything that we can own and anything else is left to know. No, can't have it. But that's not how it's written. It is not how it is written. Biden admits that he used regulatory—excuse me—regulatory authority because he couldn't get this through Congress. A year ago this week, standing here with many of you, I instructed the Attorney General 
to write a regulation that would rein in the proliferation of ghost guns because I was having trouble getting anything passed in the Congress. But I used what we call regulatory authority. No, no, you abused your authority. You don't have the power to do this. This is there's nothing in the Constitution that gives you the power to restrict what I can own or make. I mean, we, we might have to put serial numbers on blowtorches now because, you know, you could you could modify that to be an actual flamethrower. Right? I mean, there's a lot of things that we own that can be modified to be dangerous. Can, what about a nail gun? What about a nail gun? Are we going to have to put serial numbers on nail guns now? Or is that the new ghost gun? I mean, there's a lot of things we own that could be dangerous to us or other people. It could be used as a weapon. Are we going to have ghost chainsaws? Right, like the like the half of the chainsaw where the motor is has to have a serial number on it, and then you can just replace the the the, the chain drive if you want, but the the motor itself you can't buy unless you have a serial number on it. Because you could, yeah, I mean, oh, we don't want any Texas chainsaw massacres out there. Texting the show, Leland. If I were uh, if I were to get off that elevator, he's going back to the uh, video that I played for you, the the black guy that was on the elevator, and two white women come on with masks, and they tell him to get off the elevator because he's not wearing a mask. One of them hits him with his phone with her phone, and then they chant Black Lives Matter as he gets off the left. Li- uh, Ghost Rider says, if I were on that elevator, I would have hit every button first before I got off. <laughs> yes, maybe they're going to the top floor and make them stop at every single one. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Leland preached the government uh, want to regulate the environment so bad that we cannot buy TP to wipe our backsides with unless said TP had a serial number and the individual has proper requisition forms. <laughs> uh, Mr. Too Old to Care writes in, there are no ghost guns in my house or no ghosts in my house. All the ghosts were exercised in the boating accident. Yes. Jim says he's never heard the phrase petting the cat backwards before, but he'll be using that in the future. I said I was petting the cat backwards. Uh, for those of you, if, I, a lot of people probably haven't heard it because it's kind of a Leland Conway original. I, I don't know why I've always said that, but what I found early on uh, was that cats don't like being petted backwards. If you pet, if you stick their, if you make their hair, my wife has a cat. It's a stupid cat. Actually, it's not a stupid cat. It's a very conniving, evil, it's, it's, it's actually scary smart. I'm pretty sure it's trying to kill me. Like, I'll wake up in the morning, the damn thing will be standing on my chest, looking down at me like, uh-huh, I could have slit your throat five minutes ago, and you didn't know it. Like, that's how the cat is. And this cat hates to be petted backwards. If you, if you know, you run the cat, you got to run, run your hand down the back of the cat from the head back to the tail. But if you start back at the butt, and you just rub backwards up to the top of the head, oh, it drives them nuts. So when I say I'm petting the cat backwards, I'm saying that I recognize that probably a lot of you are fine with ghost guns being banned because it's reasonable, right? But freedom isn't reasonable. Let me take a minute to say this because I think this is super important. And maybe now you're going to think I'm a kook after this. I don't mean to. But freedom isn't reasonable. I mean, it is. Ultimately, it is. But sometimes it defies what other people will define as reasonable out of necessity. Meaning this. There were many of our founding fathers that alluded to the idea that giving up, I think it was Franklin that said those who would give up a small amount of liberty or a, a large amount or any amount of liberty for a small amount of safety desire, deserve neither, right? And he was right when he said that. That in other words, the recognition the founding fathers had was that liberty is messy and, and more importantly, it's dangerous because you're giving people the freedom to do as they will within a set confine, right? Obviously, we have laws. That's, I'm, not, I'm not arguing for anarchy here. But you're, you're trusting that those people can govern themselves for the most part. 
you understand that there will be times when those people will violate that sort of common trust. And when they do, that's where the law comes in, right? That's like that's why we have laws against murder. That's why we have, why we have laws against assault. That's why we have laws against theft. That's why we have laws against, you know, rape. That's why we have laws against the things that we know human nature will guide some people to eventually try to commit. So we have laws against them, and we should punish those crimes. And when we punish those crimes hard enough, people will be deterred from it who might otherwise have committed it. And it will cause people to be retrospect and think, and then maybe, okay, they'll govern themselves. So granted, we have sidelines on either side of the field, and those outside those sidelines is quote-unquote out of bounds. But those laws should really only be centered on not what you and I can or can do, can't do on a daily basis, but what you and I can or can't do to each other. In other words, all business regulations should really stop at the point where they uh, go beyond just keeping one business from screwing another or government from screwing the business or business from screwing, right? you know what I'm saying, the customer, and so on and so forth. That's where the laws should stop. They just stop you from hindering me and stop me from hindering you. That's it. That's all they should be. But in the middle of that is this huge gray area where liberty resides and that people with free will, some of them are going to do things that are dangerous. Some of them are going to do things that will have consequences. Some of them are going to do things that we don't like. And within the confines of that, we have to understand that we accept that risk, just like we accept the risk to walk across the street, that a speeding bus could run us over. We accept the risk that we could go outside and catch the flu and it could kill us. We accept the risk that we could, we could get sick and die of some disease. We accept the risk because it's part of life. But you have to come to that place where you say, is the liberty to do what I want and to try to build my best dreams worth the potential risks of allowing people just like me to do whatever they want to do? And the answer to that is always yes. The answer to that is that freedom and liberty are always worth the sacrifice of some little amount of safety. This is why I was so vehemently against the ideas of shutting down the government or shutting down the economy during the pandemic. It's not that I don't think the pandemic is serious. It's that I think you have to weigh both sides of it. And you have to say, look it, if we shut down the economy, what's the damage to people's lives? What's the damage to freedom? What's the damage to their mental health? What's the damage to all those things? We never considered that until now, now that we have the data to back it up. So we gave up liberty, and now the government is sitting here going, why are you bucking against anything we want to tell you to do? Because you seemed fine with it when we told you that eight months ago. So again, going back to the Second Amendment and this whole idea that Biden has, that somehow or another he has the authority. I, look, I, it, it's weird because I don't, I, don't I don't have any ghost guns. I've never made a ghost gun. I couldn't make a ghost gun. Biden couldn't make a ghost gun. If you gave him a month, he couldn't make a ghost gun. There's no way. It's not super easy to make them. And by the way, uh, somebody asked in the uh, text box, what is a ghost gun? Well, there's a, there's a lot of different definitions out there, but essentially the bottom line is think of a firearm without a serial number. Uh, and you can 3D print those guns. And uh, it, it, technically a lot of this, and I'm not a super expert on this, so I, I, I don't want to misstate anything, but the bottom line is basically the, what they call the lowers of the gun um, should have a serial number on it because those other parts are replaceable. Like, okay, so like I, I have a semi-automatic well, I have several semi-automatic – well, I, I did before I lost them all in that unfortunate boating accident. But anyway, they – I could replace the slide on it. I could replace the barrel on it. I can replace all the mechanisms on it, but I can't – there's there's that receiver, that lower that is sort of set. And you can buy those other parts if you need to replace them, and you don't have to go through all those you know background check and all that other kind of stuff in order to get those parts. 
Uh, but if you want to replace that one lower, you do have to go through a background check because that's considered, quote unquote, the gun. So somehow or another, there's there's these 3D printers. And again, I don't know a lot about it because I've never done it myself. Um, but there's these 3D printers that can print that lower. And that's what they're afraid of. And and it's not like it's, it's weird because I'm sitting here and I'm defending this because I'm defending liberty. Right. Like I don't. It, it, yes. Is it dangerous? Yeah. Could criminals get their hands on these? Absolutely. 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 Freaking lutely. Am I okay with that? Am I okay with the criminals? No. But we should enforce the law. And there's laws against murdering somebody, whether it's with a ghost gun or a gun with a serial number or a baseball bat, right? Or a, or a knife or a kitchen knife, right? You can't, you can't kill somebody. And if you do, there should be consequences. And if there were consequences strong enough, you wouldn't do it. Or most people wouldn't. And then we can just deal with those other ones by arming ourselves and practicing our right to self-defense. And being prepared for that potential outcome. Because it is a potential. Because as freedom-loving Americans, we know that somewhere out of 2,000 people, there might be five that might want to hurt us at some point if we come across paths with them in the wrong place at the wrong time. And that's a risk we take every single day. And if we take all the guns away, that risk is still going to exist. Only they might use knives or baseball bats or something else. Right? So the, the point is why I'm arguing in favor of this and against what Biden is doing is that, I, you know what, I know criminals are going to get those guns, whether they get ghost guns or whether they, whether they scratch the serial number off or whether they find some dealer in some other country that will ship them something or make them something. Criminals are going to get that. That's what they do. They'll steal it. They'll get it. They'll steal it. They'll use it. They'll throw it away. They'll steal it. They'll use it. They'll throw it in the river. There's a way they'll get them. So don't make it harder in any way, shape, or form for me to get them. And again, I don't care what you do in the privacy of your own home. If you build a gun, you build a gun, right? There's a law against you using that gun against me. Do I want you to use it against me? No. Do I understand that whether you build that gun at the home, whether you steal it from a gun store, whether you rob somebody and steal it or at, in other situation, do I know that you still will probably get that gun if you have a determination to hurt me? Yes. Therefore, I will be armed. Therefore, I will be trained. Therefore, I will be prepared. That's freedom. That's liberty. And you know what? I'll take the risk. I will take the risk in exchange for the freedom. And that's where this ultimately comes down to. I got so much more audio because Biden said so many stupid things today. And I know I'm running my mouth, but that's what I do. Suck it up, buttercup. Hang on for the ride. Because I'm going to play more of this audio in about four minutes at uh, 2.50. And then we've got a special guest coming up at uh, 3.05. And I'll probably stay on this topic after that. But I'll play some more of the audio of, of Biden Coming up in, in, in just about four minutes at three at two uh, fifty. I am Leland Conway, six thirty K How Denver's Talk Station. All right, six thirty K How Denver's Talk Station. That talkback feature is pretty cool. You should use that. Uh, if you if you listen on the stream, which I highly recommend, because you can carry me around in your pocket, which is fun. Um, if you listen on the stream, what, what, if you listen on the stream, there's a little button. There's a, like a, okay. So you got the button for play, right? On the stream on the iHeartMedia app or on the iHeartRadio app. And then if you, if you hit the microphone button right there, it'll like, you just like turn on record and it'll, you can record a message. You can be like, Leland, you suck, man. And then you just hit send and it'll send the message. Leland, you suck straight to iHeart or to iHeart and then uh, straight to 630 K now, all the messages that say, Leland, you suck, those go to the NSA first, and then they come to us. But if you say nice things about me, if you're like, dude, I love your show. Your show's freaking best show in the world. I freaking listen to your show every day. I share it with my friends. I never, t- I never miss an episode. I always download the podcast, blah, blah, blah. If you do that, then it, it skips the NSA, comes straight to us, and uh, we send you all kinds of love. 
Just love. Good feelings. Hashtag. 630K, how Denver's talk station. Where was I? We were talking about ghost guns. Yes, I have more audio here. Uh, Biden claims that he goes hunting in Delaware. I love this. I was down in southern Delaware. do a lot of hunting and fishing down there. No, you don't. No, you don't. You've never hunted in your life, you jack wagon. You jack wagon. You have never hunted in your life. You've never. You. The only time you've ever picked up a gun is probably. Well, it's probably uh, it's probably just for a photo op. And I was walking up one of the creek beds. I had a ride down there in southern Delaware, and we was walking up on them creek beds, and I had my thirty odd six, and I shot that squirrel with. You shot a squirrel with a thirty odd six. How do you know it was a squirrel? Wouldn't be anything left. And the guy standing there said, you want to take my gun? I said, I'll take your gun. Man, they might take my gun. I, lo- I love when politicians start, like, all this. he's like a real person. Oh, because that's how we all talk when we go hunting. By God, give me some more dick. So you're telling me I can't have more than the next number of bullets in, a, in, 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 a, in my gun. And I said, what do you think the deer you're hunting or wear Kevlar vest? What the hell do you need 20 bullets for you must be a hell of a terrible shot. Yeah. <laughs> because the Second Amendment is just about hunting. Well, there's actually a lot of reasons why you might need more than three or four rounds because, uh, well, humane is a reason. Like, what if you get an errant shot? The animal is wounded but not completely down, and you need to eventually take it down as quickly as possible for the sake of that animal. Now you're all nervous and you're shaking. You're trying to get that second shot where it needs to be. You miss. Third shot. You miss. I mean, it happens. You should be better than that, but it happens. But it's silly. This whole thing is silly. And by the way, you don't take any gun advice from Joe Biden. Take zero gun advice from Joe Biden. He actually advised people back in 2008 to shoot their shotgun in the air and through the door if they were afraid of somebody coming in the house. Which, by the way... If you shoot your shotgun in the air, if somebody is approaching you or any type of gun, that is highly illegal. And if you shoot through the door before somebody comes in the house, that is also highly illegal in like 99.9% of the cases. Actually, there was a guy that did that, used the Joe Biden defense argument and lost in a criminal case. What an idiot. Coming up next, there's a lawsuit against the state for all these fees they're putting on you, namely gas fees. We're going to talk about that with Jesse Mallory from Americans for Prosperity, Colorado, plus more of Biden's nonsense and Fauci's nonsense next hour. 630 K out, Denver's talk station. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.